What's up, everybody? Welcome to <laughs> another episode of the Decode Podcast. Episode 198. We are two episodes away from episode 200. We've been doing almost 200 of these, yo. 200. <laughs> With the perfect... My hair is a mess right now, okay? <laughs> I, 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 I look at it. I don't know. I need to shave. This beard is itching me. I hate when Same. my beard goes like Same. this. But anyway. Same. Enough about personal looks and mm. stuff like that. How's everybody doing? Welcome to the stream. Uh, we are the weekly, sometimes, <laughs> podcast. It's summer. We're allowed vacations. It's, we're allowed to enjoy vacations and stuff like that. I just got back from another one, so I'm chilling. Um, but welcome to the Decode Podcast, coming to you live from the Waypoint Cafe over here at 65 Ludlow Street in the Lower East Side of Manhattan, New York. I am Omega Z, a.k.a. Ken Cardez, editor-in-chief of Digital Era Entertainment's core content, the written content available at digitalereaentertainment.com, alongside owner and operator of the Decode Podcast, Gino, who is monitoring all the nine million screens. He's the guy in the chair. So <laughs> the disembodied hand that comes out from time to time. He's my guy in the chair. A long-time friend. Uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, we talk about video games, and sometimes we mention esports and stuff. Um, a lot of different things going on with esports. Obviously, the main thing right now is we have the build-up to Overwatch 2, which is dropping on October 4th. Oh, um, God, it is dropping on October 4th. <laughs> yeah. So Overwatch 2 is going to be a big thing, uh, especially with the watch parties here at the Waypoint Cafe and elsewhere in the New York City. Uh, I'm excited because I get to dive back into some uh, competitive gaming again. Not just in Overwatch, but I've been going into some uh, Fall Guys events here and there. Um, are we ready to make that announcement now? No, not yet. Not yet? I, okay. I haven't made the announcement. Okay. What's up, buddy? Uh, we got a Fall Guys announcement. We're just waiting for... Uh, some things to line up, but um, I'm excited for it. Once we know more, we'll definitely tell you guys. Uh, but there is some competitive Fall Guys stuff out there if you know where to look. Um, I recently won $400 in a tournament. That was oh, great. Damn. <laughs> damn. I was like, yeah, let's go. Fall Guys competitive stuff. Um, there's been a lot of Facebook. Easy money. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for me, it's like it's a layup. Um, <laughs> uh, there's actually been a lot of Facebook gaming tournaments popping up left, right, and center. The only thing is, is they're only open... To Facebook gaming streamers. Yeah. <laughs> Which is hilarious. So there's been like 5Ks. There was one tournament with a 50K uh, breakdown with all of like the Facebook streamers. And it's just like... Well, speaking of, I don't know if you know this. Um, did you see Twitch updated their terms of service regarding affiliates and partners? Uh, I heard that they did. I know that they made it like really, really tricky to try to gain a lot of traction with anything on that stuff now. Yes. But here's the thing that they changed. You're now allowed... To stream to multiple platforms. There's no more exclusivity to Twitch. That's weird. Which is weird. And everyone's wondering why. And I think, I think the issue is, I think they're running out of money. I mean, Amazon's definitely not giving them anything. So. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> you can probably stream this out to everything. Then, and then you could also be a Facebook streamer at the same time. Yeah, it's, it's really weird how they worded it. Um, but they basically took away that exclusivity option, so now you can multi-stream. Yeah. Uh, which is cool. Uh, looking at the chat, you recently beat the main story in Astros playing. Cool, buddy. Speaking of games that we've been playing, before we go into the show, we always do this every week. We talk about what we've been playing. Gino. Nino Kuni. The remaster. 
that's random. No, because it was it was it's the last RPG that 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 I can play on my Steam Deck, which is it's absolutely perfect for. Okay. It's quite literally perfect for it. <laughs> Steam Deck is the perfect RG uh JRPG like eating machine. Yeah, it's the it's the switch that doesn't that gets to play non It's the switch that my switch save games. file can carry across every single other device I have. Right. Which is which is my main complaint about JRPGs. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I already put time on to... It's like, can I just take my save file and put it, like, on the PC? <laughs> if I already bought the PC version, can't I just carry it ev everywhere with me? It's like, no. It's, it's the perfect PSP Vita. Yeah. <laughs> there's a rumor that there's another Sony handheld. I don't think Sony's doing a handheld. They did announce the, the PlayStation VR 2 by showing what the machine looked like. Yeah. And it's going to drop in early 2023. Um, uh, from what I hear about this goes into phones actually their next Xperia phone like their their flagship Xperia not the cheaper model mm -hmm. is supposedly supposed to have PlayStation integration I'll see so, I'll see when I believe it I'll, be <laughs> <laughs> I'll believe it when I see it um, <laughs> when you see it you'll believe it yeah sure <laughs> that too sure <laughs> they tried that before. It didn't work. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it didn't work. But apparently now with the, with the new tiered programming thing, where you could stream games, I mean, I guess if they if they move the the PlayStation Plus Essential Premium to like yeah, that's what they're saying. Like an they, app, I think that could yeah, actually be kind of cool. That's, but I think they want to do it where it's like only like you have to buy into the Sony ecosystem. Yeah. I mean, we already know, like, how, how salty I am about their TV. How dare you lock HDR, 4K HDR, but only on, on, to Sony on, on consoles. Their, on their Bravia thing? Yes! Did you see their in-zone uh Oh, yeah, monitor? same thing! Yeah, <laughs> same, same thing! thing. <laughs> I'm like, you... You're tying this to, your, to just your consoles? Yes. Why? <laughs> so the thing is with the end zone, you can use it for PC and the PlayStation 5. Yes, it's obviously designed with the PlayStation 5, 5 in mind. Um, but it's just funny that like uh, it's locked to like anything else. Like. Yeah. <laughs> you plug in an Xbox like no, you get yeah, you get you get the 4K but you don't get the HDR nope. and the plus image. Uh, I'm just like, "Really?" Yeah. Really? Like why would you do this? <laughs> because because we're Sony. That's why. Yeah, because we're Sony. <laughs> uh, so besides uh, Nino Kuni, anything else? Uh Mostly just Nino Cooney right now. That's it? Yeah, yeah that's it. Um, obviously, if you guys are watching our streams, uh, I've been playing Saints Row, uh, which, by the way, <laughs> my review is on the website now <laughs> uh, for Saints Row. Um, Do you still have my favorite weapon in the game? No, because they actually went a little more like... they serious? told they, 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 It's not like as serious. Like There's still humor in it. Yeah. Um, it's still very much there's a no Saints Row game, but no, there's no dildo There's no dildo bat in the game? Boo! Um, there's no dubstep gun? No. It's more like the Inferior. realistic crime stuff. Inferior remake. <laughs> it's a reboot. Reboot. Inferior <laughs> reboot. Um, I had fun with the game, uh, despite like, not just like technical issues with the game that for some reason, I'm surprised that a studio of that caliber ran into technical issues with like some game breaking bugs where I've had to like literally restart my PlayStation 5 outright. Um, I'm still waiting for that day one patch. Like there was supposed to be a day one patch, it hasn't released. Um, but despite that, like I had fun with the game. I just felt like it just 
didn't do enough. Like, I wasn't expecting, like, it to be this genre-defining masterpiece. But I wanted I was, to make fun of GTA. I just wanted a game that, that looks at GTA and is like, hey, we're, we'll do the same thing, but we'll make fun of you all along the way. Yeah. So, like, the very highbrow humor that, we, if you remember, like, Saints Row 3 and Saints Row 4, yeah. that's not there anymore. Ooh. It still has the humor, but it's more about, it's more poking fun at current day situations, you know, things like uh, gentrification, uh, LGBTQ representation, okay. um, my, the treatment of minorities in okay. businesses and stuff like that. Like, they poke fun at that. But a lot of it is like they'll do like the slow poke with the joke, and then it's like, yeah, we're gonna move on from it, it's like, and what? then they'll continue on with the story. So it's never really like fully aggressed yeah, it, or achieved. Yeah. There, you know, it's it, they, it's like they try to. Maybe dip, they were afraid. I think they were afraid because you know they didn't want to get the feedback from fans. It was like, oh, the game is too woke, blah blah blah. blah or blah. E- even uh, more so, like, oh, this is too offensive, and I'm just like, did you play the original did you one? Play the originals. <laughs> you have sex with a robot. <laughs> <laughs> like literally the orb from Halo you could have sex with <laughs> um, but it's still very much a Saints Row game in the vein of that it still has the atmosphere of the characters even though it's a new Is cast the soundtrack still good the soundtrack's good you know they, they, they pulled a lot from like the 90s and early 2000s okay um, his power and because uh, I remember for 3 when you're gonna go save they play power yeah by Kanye West. Mm-hmm. That was good. And then for four, on your way to the final boss, they play um, You've Got the Touch. Yeah. And I'm like, did they do that again? Because that's great. So there's some moments where the songs come in because, like, you slip into the car. Like, yeah. I talk about this in the review. Like, one of the early missions where, like, they clearly set the tone. Like, oh, these guys are very, like, anti-establishment you know, to hell with cops and authority and whatnot. <laughs> and then, like, you rob a, like, a, a pawn shop. Okay. And as you get into the car, the song that automatically plays, and this is not a random thing, it's a scripted event. When you yeah. get into the car, the song that plays as you escape the cops is KRS-One's Sound of the Police. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's really cool, because if you know anything about that song, <laughs> it's a very politically <laughs> song. It song. is, it is. And I was like, oh, is this, where, is this what the game's going to do? Is it going to go, like, really? Is it really going to go there with, like, the magnifying glass on these, like, social issues? And it just doesn't. It's like, it hits those points, and then it kind of, like, forgets about it and moves mm-hmm. on to, like, the next thing that they can make fun of. Uh, so that was, like, a little disappointing for me because I, I like when games really, like, bunker down and it's like, no, we're going to tell this story and we're going to go with it. And sometimes a lot of it's timing, you know, like, when Wolfenstein 2 came out yeah. and you're fighting Nazis. White phosphorus. <laughs> like when Wolfenstein 2 came out during the time that was the Trump era, um, that was very poignant. Now, now it wasn't meant to come out at that time, uh, but it was very interesting that the games released during that yeah. particular time frame. Well, case in point, yeah. uh, tonight we riot right. as well. Um, so I was hoping that Saints Row well, would have done that. But they kind of like dip their pinky toe into it and then they take their foot out. So, yeah. Um, that was a little disappointing. Um, but that's all I've really been playing outside of uh, also Destiny 2 um, because the new season dropped uh, this past Tuesday. We're, we're pirates now. Okay, so I have a bunch of friends who are telling me, Gino, it's time to get back to Destiny 2. And I had to sit them down and explain to them. <laughs> 
why I can go back to 14, but I can't go back to Destiny 2. Mm -hmm. And the reason why is because Destiny 2 uses FOMO as a way to keep the player base there to an extent where if you miss, like I've missed some stuff, I'll never have a chance to do it again because of the way that they rotate content. While in Final Fantasy 14, hey, I'm behind an entire expansion, but all the content that's from behind is still there. Yeah. All the seasonal events are still there. All the stuff, like all the raid gear is still there. You're going to have a hard time getting people to do it with you, <laughs> but it's still there and doable. So and Destiny has been getting better about that whole FOMO thing. Like there are still I, yeah. drips of hit here and I there where feel you're like, like, oh, I didn't do this. I'm going to miss out on it, whatever. I personally so. feel that Destiny should just stop using live... The term live service is really dumb. I agree, yeah. And I don't think we really need to beat around the bush. Destiny 2 and Destiny in general should just be an MMO. Just give me all the content I paid for. Stop taking it away from me. <laughs> and just stop trying to reinvent the wheel. You, Item migration, all of these things. It's not difficult to do. Well, it's not difficult, but depending on how the studio operates and the engine that they built, the hard part is maintaining the coding across everything so that it's all universal. Act not, not, not really, actually. It's not, but it's for not. sometimes for studios, they have a hard time addressing it. And in this case, Bungie is one of those studios that has a hard time addressing it. I blame problem. 99% of it because of Activision. I think so, too. I, I'm going to be quite honest with you. I really blame Activision for that. And I'm just going to be like, Activision had access to WoW. Like, you had the WoW devs who wrote the book on how to do server integration for your games. Mm -hmm. The other thing, too, is like, if you just keep the old content around, the fear that they have, and this is not just with Destiny, this is with yeah. a lot of the live service-based games, uh, the fear that they have is that if we keep all the old stuff around, no one's really going to play the new stuff. And it's like, that can't be further from the truth. That's, We're always going to play, play you're gonna, You're going to have people who's going to play the new stuff. You're also going to have people who want to, who come in a little late and will have to replay the, like, I had a friend who, who joined after all the, like, the base Destiny 2 stuff was kind of, like, moved rotated out. Rotated out, right. Rotated out. And I was like, hey, can you explain to me what happened to, like, all these people from Destiny 1? And I'm like... Here's a YouTube video. <laughs> so, you get the, that, that <laughs> so if you guys are f familiar with memes, there's that Matthew McConaughey did gif you, did where he's just smoking. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> That's how it feels when you try to catch it's, people up on Destiny. It's, I sat there I was like... The least you could do, do is copy what Final Fantasy XIV does. It's like, hey, you want to skip all well, this stuff? Here's a cutscene. So they don't have a cutscene, <laughs> but there is like a timeline that explains here's what happened little by little. Yeah, so, but it's like... But it's like very bare bones. But the, like, the cutscene that's there essentially is like the condensed version. Mm -hmm. And the condensed version basically states, hey, you're the hero of light. This happens after the giant war and the moon fell. It happened to be Bahamut, by the way. We'll get back to that, why it's important. Um, all this happens. This is what your hero of light does. And it, this cutscene is only available if you pay for the level... Um, up thing. Yeah. But, like, and that's it's like, Final Fantasy. It's but. a 15-minute cutscene, which I know seems insane, but you know what? I would rather watch a 15-minute movie than have to go through a blog... <laughs> 
and find an hour to long, an hour and a half so, long YouTube video. It's not a blog. It's literally like a cliff notes. Like here's what happened in this DLC. Here's what happened in this DLC. Here's what happened in this DLC. So, but I totally get it. Like there's <laughs> definitely better. There's definitely better ways to to do it to catch people up. Um, but a lot of these games are learning experiences. They are, they are. And there's a reason why Destiny has been the most successful of its ilk. And every other game that has tried to come in and touch what they've the done only games, fails. <laughs> the only games that I think that should be live service games that are separate from MMOs are sports games. Yes. And the only sport game that gets it right year in and year out, there's two of them. There's iRacing mm -hmm. and Formula One. <laughs> They are a monthly subscription fee, and you get all the seasons. And all they do is whenever a driver leaves or retires, they just replace the driver. With the new driver, or when there's a new uh, team, or when there's a new driver, or if there's a new car for that season. Imagine if sports games did that. Oh Imagine if Madden did that. EA would be able to milk so much more money. Yeah. I, I'm surprised no one's... Maybe they have thought of it, and they just don't see, like... I think maybe they have thought of it, as... but it could be the, the rights holders. Because remember, EA is just contracted right. to just make the game. It could be the NFL thinks that it's better just to sell $60 games every mm -hmm. year. And it's just like, you guys could quite literally even package this out to... You can have different tiers where it's just like, oh, you just want to play just the Jets? Just give the Jets $5 a month, and you can have the team. Yeah. It's not that hard. It's not. <laughs> but you're, we're, we're talking. And then you could act, you know what could even be better? We're talking executives here. We're talking about executives who, who are dinosaurs who don't know anything. Exactly. Um, but not just with the, this new season. <laughs> Destiny also revealed the new expansion dropping February called Lightfall, where we get to go to a whole new planet. We get to go to Neptune now. We're up against Callus, who is now the next disciple of the new big bad, The Witness. And I feel like I'm gonna be quite honestly. The more that I get into Destiny lore, the more it just seems like the Traveler is like this defendant in a case, and we're just killing everyone that will actually get him prosecuted. Probably. <laughs> That's what it's starting to feel like. That's really what it's starting to feel like. It's like you have what? You have the judge. You have the witness. You have. <laughs> it's like. Yeah, what's next? We're going to start murdering random jurors next? I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if, like, the enemy types are called the jury. God. Um, but it looks to be really cool. Uh, for those of you who have watched the trailer, Neptune looks very, like, futuristic. Very Neptune bothers me because it's a glass. Synth, it's 90 a synth wave. <laughs> it's a gas-built planet. Like, there's nothing you could build on Neptune. Well, apparently they built the city. Remember, the planets were touched by the Traveler, mm. so anything In goes the wrong right way. <laughs> Maybe that's why he's on trial, because he keeps touching planets. <laughs> Trying to talk about my game here, damn it! <laughs> I just want to know what actually is the darkness that hates the Traveler so much. Gotta play Destiny to find out. <laughs> See, you don't even know! Well, you know, but, know, it's not, but it's not, it hasn't been announced yet. It hasn't been announced yet. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah. <All> right. <laughs> Let's keep this show going. Um. Damn it, Gino. <laughs> no, but like, in all honesty, I, I'm a little happy that like, well, I'm a little miffed because I had to pay to get the Gala Horn. 
But now the Gollahorn's free on now, Epic now Games. Free. <laughs> and I'm like, could you at least give me like a little notification that like, hey, I paid for it. I was here first, please. I mean, it's a way to attract people to it because of the, you know, hey, buy it on, get it on the Epic Game Store kind of thing. Um, yes, because it is we upsetting. Need, we need another. Yes, because we need it on another game front on PC. Yeah, because you, you got to think about it. Like the 30th anniversary thing came out last December, I think it was. Yes. So it's only been like eight months. Yeah. I feel like it's a little too soon to kind of do something like that. Yeah. Also, like. I could understand if it was like a year later. No, see that would make sense. But like eight months. I would be I would be even fine if you if they threw it up like as like hey spend ten bucks and you buy you could just get the gun. Like I think that would be fine too, because it, it's it's kind of like kicking rocks at us. Yeah, it is. Who pay? Who paid? Well, from what who I pre-ordered? <laughs> who pre-ordered and then waited? Yes. Like come on. From what I understand, it's only a limited time thing. Yeah, so it's, it's like. It's, it's until like the first two first week of September, and then it's no longer. Yeah, free, so yeah. It's, it's only like, for the get it I while think, it's hot kind of thing. Yeah, I but, think it's only to attract people to the Epic Game Store, which nobody really nobody really buys. There, well, nobody wants. <laughs> I don't think I've ever spent money on the Epic. I just get free stuff on the Epic Game Store whenever yeah. they have a free game. Um, I on the plus side, because of this deal, uh, two games that are associated with Epic right now, both Fortnite and Fall Guys, are getting Destiny themed skins. <laughs> I want my I want my Hold fall, on. I want my Fall Guys Warlock. That's all I'm saying. I would laugh if the Fall Guys skin is just a ghost. No, it's an actual skin. I know, I know it's an actual skin, but I would just love it if it's just you're just this spiky, like <laughs> or like the ghost. Like top yes, yes. <laughs> that would look pretty ridiculous. It would just look so dumb, and I'm like, I like that though. <laughs> it's cool, but they're basically doing the classes. As, oh, they're doing the class skins, skins. So. You have your hunter skin. You have your warlock skin, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and you have, have Zavala. Skin. <laughs> uh, over in Fortnite, they actually gave you the characters. You have Zavala, Ikora, and um, the Stranger. <laughs> I was gonna say they're not gonna give us Cade. <laughs> so, actually, speaking of Fortnite, DC did a comic that actually explains that in lore why these crossovers happen, and it makes sense. So apparently there are two groups that are that are fighting over control of the universe. And right. the island always resets because it's like, hey, I don't like the outcome yet. Mm-hmm. But because the 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 zone that that basically shrinks in like the the storm that comes in that resets everything mm-hmm. can also open open portals in canon. Yes. And just pull heroes that are that it deems needed. That's why Fortnite is the most ambitious crossover in yes. gaming. And I sat there, I'm like, you know what? It's the ready you actually, one. You actually gave a legitimate reason. I can't be mad at you anymore. But yeah, they put it into like actual canon yeah. for both DC and Marvel. Marvel, why yeah. it happens. So it's pretty and funny. And Capcom. And, <laughs> and every other universe that they've touched and brought. They're bringing in freaking sports players. You can play as like... LeBron James. LeBron James. Have you seen the DBZ like... Patrick uh, Mahonis. Have you seen the DBZ like next time on Dragon Ball Z meme that someone made? No. Someone voice acted in, in, in uh, Fortnite. Goku finally learned how to use the, um, the Rasen gun. The <laughs> Rasen Shuriken from his sensei, Ariana Grande. <laughs> and he's just like... <laughs> While LeBron James camps out at the Kama House. <laughs> no. 
I think Fortnite is probably the worst fan fiction that could ever come. I'll show it to you later. Also, <laughs> I now have a new way to tell what's a new weeb and what's an old weeb. All the new ones cannot say a Kamehameha. Have you seen this? No. Oh, my God. Kamehameha or Kamehameha or I'm like, no, you it's it's they're each a syllable. It's not hard to say. All right. I'll show you the video later. Yes, please do, because I have to. Anyway, um, there's been a lot of video game announcements. Obviously, this week has been Gamescom over in Germany. Uh, Gamescom is basically what E3 would be like if E3 was still a thing. What do you mean? It's a thing next year by, run by Reed Pop. So if E3 was still a thing... Um, <laughs> But before we get into all the announcements made at Gamescom this week, uh, we were off last week. Let's talk a little bit about the THQ showcase that happened last week where we saw the return of the RTS genre in full form. Uh, we also got a, a new announcement for another game returning. They kicked off the show with a trailer of a new Alone in the Dark game, which... Alone in the Dark was a very prominent survival horror series back in the day. Uh, it hit some rough times with some really bad games and an evil worse movie. Um, but now it's back. <laughs> I forgot it had a movie! Yeah, so I think so did a lot of people. But, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> um, it's being developed by Pieces Interactive, and it's going to feature the writer of Amnesia, The Dark Descent, and Soma, Alone in the Dark. So it's just going to be... You're just going to scream the whole time. Yeah, it's just going to be... Uh, it's just going to be a very scary game. Um, a lot of the show was just announcements of, like, different RTS games. Uh, you had Tempest Rising, which is a real-time strategy game. Um, they also showcased a new game from uh, people who worked on uh, Burnout and Need for Speed. Uh, Recreation is, like, this game where you can actually change the track on the fly as you're racing through it. Um, there was another game called Space for Sale, where you're, like, this property developer turning planets into homes. It's essentially The Sims. It's The Sims and Animal Crossing, the, but in space. space. So it's pretty cool. Uh, Destroy All Humans 2 reprobed, showed off its gameplay trailer. It's a remake of the Destroy All Humans 2 game. We're actually getting another remake of the game Gothic, which is a classic action RPG set in a medieval fantasy world. Uh, for those of you who don't know what Gothic is, this was a very popular game like in the early 2000s. It's the uh, reason why Dante's Inferno, the game, exists. Yes. Uh, very cool game. This, I'm excited for this one. Um, more RTS stuff with Jagged Alliance. Um, Outcast 2 was a sequel to the old school adventure game Outcast. Uh, you basically visit like a strange planet and explore and do stuff. Uh, Knights of Honor 2, another RTS game. Uh, strangely enough, they ended the show on SpongeBob SquarePants, the Cosmic Shake. Yay. <laughs> I mean, the THQ game is it's considered it's, game. it's considered actually like the gold standard of, hey, this is how you take a cartoon property and make a video game. Yes. Um, there was a couple of other games. I think there was uh, Valiant The Valiant. There was... Um, Gameplay, Way of the Hunter. Which is out now, by the way. Uh, Way of the Hunter kind of threw me off because I was like, hey, remember when they used to make hunting games? Like, they remember the old they school... like still Cabela's do. <laughs> they just are, they're arcade games now. But this is the first time I've seen it, like, on a, a console. console. yeah. Where you can actually hunt, like, actual animals. I'm surprised this simulation has really hasn't 
picked up, especially with VR and everything. Right? Got to keep those hunting senses sharp. <laughs> um, but all in all, it's nice to see THQ come back from the verge of bankruptcy, being saved by uh, Nordic and the Embracer Group, who, by the way, I, have been buying up every, like, everyone's, everyone. Every, here's the thing. Everyone's been worried about, oh, the... The Microsoft Activision merger is the worst thing to happen to the game. I'm like, are you not looking at Embracer Group? They're literally buying everyone. They literally just bought limited run games. And they bought the Lord of the Rings franchise. Like, the, like the they rights. bought the rights to Lord of the Rings. I, I sat there, I'm like, how? You can still do that? Yeah. <laughs> and what's funny is, like, a lot of people don't associate some of the games with THQ. Because, like, if you look at something like Saints Row, for example, yeah. it was published by. Uh, Volition. Volition. Yeah. Or, no, published by Deep Silver, developed by Volition. Volition. Yes. But and Deep Silver Games is a subsidiary. Deep Silver is a subsidiary of, of the Ember Group, Group, which also owns THQ. THQ. So, <laughs> uh, and the reason why that is, is because THQ, when they came back from bankruptcy, they bought all these games. Yeah. And when Embracer was like, okay, we're going to have all these different studios, yeah. they actually traded with Deep Silver. Like, yeah. you get this. Mm -hmm. And we're going to get some of these games. So I think part of that trade was like T uh, Deep Silver got Saints Row and a couple of things, but THQ got like Time Splitters or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and you want to know what's even crazier? Um, with that uh, Lord of the Rings um, deal, <clears throat> mm -hmm. they got, they ended up putting up money for an expansion of Weta Workshop. Yes. So for those of you who don't know who Weta Workshop is, Weta Workshop is Peter Jackson's workshop. Mm -hmm. Um... Basically, they now own, like, a section of New Zealand. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, they put up some money for What a Workshop to expand because What a Workshop wants to make games using their practical effects and special effects. So I'm like, those are going to be trippy games. <laughs> Does this mean they also have the rights to um, uh, Blade Runner? In a way? In a way, yes. God. Yeah. Uh, to, to they answer, own Middle Earth, yes. To answer the chat's question, if Deep Silver was a Squeenix subsidiary, no. Uh, there was actually an old publishing deal that they had. That is no longer a thing because <laughs> uh, Deep Silver was like, screw it, we're just going to publish on our own. Yeah, Squeenix. Deep Silver used to publish for Square Enix, but that was a deal. Yeah. Actually, because Square Enix sold everything off to T8, <laughs> to Embracer Group, basically Deep Silver is now back to publishing old Square Enix titles. Well, no, they only, I think they, they just publish their own stuff. They're no I know, I know, I know, but they could technically publish um, Deus Ex again and Tomb Raider. Well, that, that, I mean, <laughs> the Embracer group, group now yeah. owns IDOS. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just going to be great because they're like, yeah, we, we, we're going to bring this stuff back. They've confirmed that, well, they, 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 we saw that they announced yeah. a new Tomb Raider game. Um, they have expressed interest in bringing back Deus Ex. They have expressed interest in bringing back the Legacy of Kane franchise. So I'm excited. I hope to see these games soon. Probably and, will. I, and I'm sure that we will. Uh, but let's get into the main topic of the show, which is everything that was announced at Gamescom. I Gamescom only care started, about two games. Gamescom started this past <laughs> Tuesday. We're not going to talk about every game because literally there has been a lot of announcements this week. Uh, we're going to talk about some of the games that uh, definitely excited us. Uh, so one of the big ones, of course, one that Gino and I are both fans of. They announced a Dune MMO, a survival MMO. Survival MMO. Set in the universe of Dune based on the movie. The 
Oh, yes, so on it's, the movie. It's going to be based around the, the movie continuity. Um, and it, it takes place on Arrakis, the desert planet. And um, the spice will flow. <laughs> he who controls the spice controls the universe. Um, so that looks very. It was a very. Uh, it was a, a CG cinematic yeah. that showed uh, Paul Trades latching onto yep. the, the sandworm. Um, so hopefully it'll be cool. We don't know much else beyond the, the fact that it's announced. Uh, but it's nice to see that the Dune universe is getting another game. Getting another game. There was also Homeworld Three. Yes, they would make an announcement for Homeworld 3. Finally. The very, the very popular space sim. Space RTS. Almost an RTS and a sim, too. Yeah. yeah. It's a 3D RTS. Uh, Callisto Protocol showed some new gameplay. There was like a 8 to 10 minute trailer with new gameplay. Yeah. Um, from Callisto Protocol is a new game from the original creator of Dead Space, that very popular uh, PlayStation 3, Xbox 360 era uh, horror game. Um this game apparently is coming out soon. It's supposed to drop December 2nd. Yep. Which is amazing for a game that literally was just announced. No, it was just announced, but like... They've I think been working on it. They've been working on it since like... After he got fired from Dead Space 2, he's been working on it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been over a decade. <laughs> there was a new trailer for Sonic Frontiers where we got the release date for Sonic Frontiers. Sonic Frontiers is releasing November 8th of this year. A literal day before day? God of War Ragnarok. I would like to publicly announce the death of the Sonic franchise, which yeah, serves as that. proof that Kratos can not only destroy gods, but also mascot characters. Yeah, that's um, a lie. <laughs> Sonic will never die. That fandom is too rabid. I know. Like, <laughs> like how do you... God of War. How do, how do you as a company go, hey, you know what would be a great idea? Let's release our game literally... A day before one of the single biggest releases of the year that is more anticipated than the return of Christ. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Sonic fans, that's how. I know. There's enough Sonic fans in the world to keep this franchise going. <laughs> Somehow, I don't know how. It's, it's, just, it's just abusive cycle. You notice that? Yeah, it's like a couple of bad games. They still go. No, 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 no. Game, no, no. Game, game gets announced. Everyone gets hype. Everyone looks at the trailer. Everyone bad mouths the game. Game release. Everyone calls the game trash. Then they they look back fondly on it (laughs) when the next game is announced. This is true with the storybook series games, which were on the Wii. Yes. The Black. Everyone's like, "Oh, these games are terrible." Now I'm sitting here like, "Oh, these games are great. These are games." I'm like, there was someone who was telling me how great 06 was, and I'm looking at them. I'm like. Who are you? That's terrible. You are. Do you need help? Like it's a, it's an <laughs> abusive relationship with Sega. I don't know how much longer this can go on. No, but seriously, like I want this game to do well. I just think it's really crazy to launch. I think right it just needs more time. I just think it needs more time in general. My hope is that this is gonna be like the Animal Crossing Doom Eternal situation, mm. where like the communities are just like, hey, let's support both our games. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> But man, not on God of War. Like, I feel like Animal Crossing, Doom Eternal, it was like, it's two games that like... Are two opposite their genres. And the communities are very niche. Like, yes, Doom is a big franchise, but Doom... They both do the same thing. isn't as popular as like Doom was back Back then. This is Sonic and God of Frickin' War. The thing is also, it's like both both Animal Crossing and Doom are cathartic games that you play to relax yourself. Yes. One through extreme violence, and one through the other ex- one through harassing neighbors. 
And this just feels like, oh man, this is just like you had other companies be like, wait, God of War's coming out when? Delay. And they've pushed their game back. Like, this is also two Sega. Weeks. This is also Sega. Sega fears no one. Yeah, Sega's just Sega like, has looked death in the face and survived. <laughs> it's so true. And it's funny because um, RJ shared this in the Discord. There was that meme. Was it RJ or maybe Jace? Probably. Said, but there was the meme of um, that scene in Family Guy where. Um, what's the cop's name? Joe? Yeah, Joe yeah. is trapped in the floor and the giant yeah. mouse comes out oh, and like yeah. roars at him. And they put Sonic Frontiers over Joe yeah. and God of War Ragnarok mm. over the mouse. He's like, bring it on! And I'm like, that's Sega. <laughs> yeah, that's Sega. <laughs> like, again, Sega has faced death, like, stared it down and walked away. No one should have survived their console going under. No, if we true. go by track record. Especially during that time where Japan was under severe economic depression. <laughs> like, it's amazing they're still around. Uh, we got a new story trailer focused on a Slytherin student in Hogwarts, Leg Hogwarts Legacy. I don't care. Uh, which has been delayed until February 10th. It was supposed to come out this year. It's delayed until next year. Um, J.K. Rowling issues aside, this game does look really really good like it looks like a very competent game it, the problem is is that jk rowling issues aside the entirety of harry potter as like an actual like universe is so messed up and has so many rewrites to it <laughs> i really want to know how they do it because that story is so messed up once she started introducing the other schools and then patronuses and then everything else i was just like I was like, woman, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> um, it looks like a very cool game. Um, I know there's a lot of mixed feelings towards it because of uh, J.K. I like that we can refer to it as J.K. Rowling issues. That means she is <laughs> the know, issue. She is the issue. Just take the... Her own estate could literally just take the IP away from her and push her, like literally lock her in a box. Yeah, they could. Uh, like they did with what's her name? With what's his name? Uh, with his IP. Uh, with Lord of the Rings, the family no with um, Bob Ross, because the family has no control over Bob Ross's yeah. stuff. <laughs> it's his lawyer, and I'm like, what? <laughs> uh, Gotham Knights got a new trailer showcasing the villains. I actually uh, like this. Harley Quinn, Mister Freeze, and Clayface, alongside the Penguin and the Court of Owls. Um, I the actually like this. Has actually been pushed up. For Gotham Knights, it was going to come out uh, for October 25th. It's actually been pushed up four days earlier. Um, keep in mind that the very next week is God of War Ragnarok. Um, so smart decision to put, put it a little earlier. <laughs> they're like, let's hope this game sells. Um, I mean, it's the only Batman IP they ha that Warner Brothers hasn't killed yet. <laughs> I, I want to like this game, but every time I watch the trailers of it, I'm so unimpressed by how okay, it looks. Okay, fair. That's fair, but here's my here's, here's, counterpoint. We've lost every other Batman IP to Discovery. This is the only thing we're getting in terms of media. Yeah. I mean, next year we do get the Suicide Squad game. I'm more excited for Suicide Squad. That's if Discovery lets it go through. That game's gonna come out. There's no way they're gonna stop that game. <laughs> I don't know. My guy, my guy's in a, and I my guy is in a speedrun race <laughs> to hit junk status. <laughs> I just want to play as King Shark and Harley Quinn and call it a day. That's it. Fair. That's all I want. Fair. <laughs> all right. They um, took away my animated series, too. Yeah. 
Anyway. Uh, Dead Island 2 got a new uh, I, trailer. I, the game that everyone thought every, that was dead. And then we got trolled by Goat Simulator by 3. Goat Simulator 3. And you know what the, the funny part is? I had to go look it up. They have the exact same dev team. Yes. And I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> so Dead Island 2 is real. It has a release date. It's in LA. It's not really an island. Yeah. <laughs> it has a release date. It's coming out February 3rd, 2023. Uh, there was a lot of gameplay trailers. The game looks pretty sweet. Developer interviews, they're all excited that it's finally coming out. It's uh, They made that, zombie games that, uh, fun. Yeah. That and uh, Dead Rising are the only two fun zombie games. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, going down further, uh, there was a game called Everywhere, which is a really weird-looking game. It's not sure what it is, but it was it pretty reminds me of, like, Sony showed off a new controller. For their PlayStation okay. 5, the dual okay. Edge. We're no, we're not calling it that. <laughs> we're not calling it that. What are we calling it? I'm just calling call it the PlayStation Pro controller. The PlayStation Pro controller. <laughs> and well, I'm not calling it the DualSense Edge because that sounds way too close to something else that is not safe for work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> the PG-13. Remember that. <laughs> yeah. Um, y'all can look that up later. Um. My biggest complaint again with Sony controllers is give me removable battery. Yeah, but like no. I had to go check. I had to go check my PlayStation Three controllers. They're fat. My batteries popped. That's like a, the that's unfortunate. The things actually. So I had to remove the battery. That's a Excuse spicy me. pillow. Yeah, that's what they're called, spicy pillows. Because if a lithium ion battery catches fire, mm -hmm. it does not burn until. The what's it called? Um, the chemical reaction mm -hmm. is is done. Yeah. So yeah, Sony, give me removable bat. Like, I know it, it's it's like haha, Xbox controllers run on double A batteries. Microsoft doesn't have to pay for those batteries anymore. No. <laughs> they have a, they have a ninety nine year contract with Duracell, and they're gonna use that to the very end. That's a lot of years. Yeah. Anyway, moving along with the rest of the games announced, uh, The Lords of the Fallen, which is the new name for Lords of the Fallen 2. Uh, interesting that that game got a sequel because Lords of the Fallen was not very good. <laughs> uh, we also got Moving Out 2, a sequel to the co-op party game, uh, which was actually kind of popular. I didn't realize it sold as it is, as Yeah, did. it actually sold a lot. It sold very well, but it also was like... A rage-inducing game like uh, <laughs> uh, the cooking game. Yeah, uh, Overcooked. Overcooked. Yeah. Uh, we got a new Tales from the Borderlands, a Telltale Games follow-up from the game that everyone loved, Tales from the Borderlands. Uh, it's going to drop October 21st of this year. Uh, Dying Light. busy with a movie? They're busy with a lot of things because Telltale is back. They, they got Wolf Among Us 2 that they're working on. They have Tales from the Borderlands. Uh, there was another um, yeah. sci-fi one that I can't remember that they're working on. Uh, Dying Light 2 showed off its DLC. We got a couple of interesting games like Marauders, which is a multiplayer first-person shooter set in an alternate 1990s. It's going to have early access launch this October. It looks really interesting. I'm also intrigued by this one. Uh, we already spoke about Destiny 2 and the Lightfall trailer. an RTS. Oh, I skipped that. Tor Tortuga, a pirate's tale. I don't think I saw that one. I did. I it's a turn-based um, pirate game. Mm -hmm. um, Goat Simulator 3, 
uh, a return to Monkey Island, which is going to have a brand new release date of September 19th. I'm excited for it. I mean, Return to Monkey Island is a classic franchise. Well, classic Monkey game. Monkey Island. Is, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Did I not say Monkey Island? Oh, you said Return to, but it's just like, oh. the, 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 yeah. Monkey Island games. <laughs> I want new Ape Escape games. Right? I miss Ape I Escape. Don't want, I do not miss the Ape Escape control scheme, though. Uh, there was a game called Moonbreaker, which is a turn-based sci-fi strategy game, which actually has little digital miniature figures that you can paint in-game so you yep. can design your army however you want. I think that's pretty cool. It's um, 40K, but... It's basically Warhammer. It's 40K. basically Warhammer, <laughs> but in, like, <laughs> digital. Yeah. Uh, Friends vs. Friends was another game that kind of looked really interesting. It's a competitive card game and first-person shooter published by Devolver Digital. And it's furries. What? It's furries. It's, it's furries, fur it's yes. furries. It's great. Um, I'm going to talk about this game and two others because they look very similar. So if you ever play these trailers side by side, you would swear they're the same game. And I'm talking about Lies of P, Solstice, and um, why can't I think of the third one? Holy crap. Not Alan Wake 2. No. no. <laughs> it also starts with an S, and I'm blanking on the name right now. Yeah, you have me. Sorry. <laughs> Why can't I remember it? Okay. Anyway, if you look at Lies of P, uh, so Steel Rising. Oh, Steel Rising. Yes. Okay, yeah. Uh, so Lies of P is a game that is basically like an alternate take on the story of Pinocchio. It's a Dark Souls-inspired game. Uh, where you play as Pinocchio. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because that's all what all Italians eat in their life. More Dark Souls. Yes. Um, Solstice is like another soul-style game where you play as like this female robotic mannequin-looking character. And then you have um, Steel Rising, which also has a female robotic character fighting against other robots. These games all look the same. They're all Souls-like games. Liza P is going to be the one with the actual story. I, I mean, they're all going to have a story, but... Pinocchio. It's Pinocchio. I want to fight the whale. Dark Souls whale, let's go! <laughs> Maestro! You're going to play fight against Monstro? Yes. Right. Uh, Stranded Alien Dawn, which is a strategy survival sim. Atlas Fallen is a quasi-open world game. Looks like a, a little bit like Monster Hunter. Uh, Homeworld 3 was an outer space RTS. Uh, there was a new story trailer for the Genshin Impact 3.0 launch. They're finally eating after like six months of no content. <laughs> you want to know how bad it got? I had, I had customers here buying Pokemon cards because they wanted their gotcha fix. Oh, God. That's terrible. That's how you know it's a legitimate, like, gambling addiction. <laughs> uh, Honkai Star Rail, which is the new strategy, turn-based strategy RPG from the Genshin Impact developers. High on Life, which is the new first-person shooter from Rick and Morty's uh, creator, Justin Rowland. I don't want to know. It's going to drop December 13th. I don't want to know what the inspiration for this game is. I, it's guns that talk back at you, so... Mm. It just looks hilarious. Oh, this game. Heart Shape. Uh, Heart, Heart Space Shipbreaker, which is a space construction game. <laughs> everyone should play this game. Because I thought it was just going to be me chilling out, breaking down ships. No. 
the game is quite literally about why you need a union and do not trust your boss. Okay. Quite literally what the game is about. Right. <laughs> uh, the Expanse, that was the other game that Telltale is working on. It's a narrative game based on the TV show. Which is based um, off of a book. Yeah. One of the big surprises, uh, for those of you who grew up in the 80s or maybe in the 90s, Killer Clowns from Outer Space is getting a video game from the makers of Friday the 13th. You know what this crazy part is? The Friday the 13th game was very good. It was decent. It wasn't great. No, 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 no. If you look at it as, oh, this is Friday the 13th, the movie, the game, great. Yeah. Don't compare it to anything else in that genre. Just look at it as, oh, Friday the 13th as a game? Cool. Great. Yeah. Uh, I'm also kind of looking forward to that Ghostbusters one that's from... Yeah. I think it's the same developer. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So that one looks pretty cool. Is this uh, what we're doing now? We're just, we're just taking... We're just taking old franchises yeah, we're just, it's making just them one com- Is it just one ca- company... Just doing what they did back in like the '90s, where they would just take chances at random movie plots. Yes. God. I await the Goonies game. I want a Dirty Dancing game. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see how. I want to see. You want to play as Digital Patrick Swayze? Let's go. <laughs> I want to see a baby in a corner. <laughs> <laughs> that and Die Hard. I want an actual Die Hard game. <laughs> Dirty Dancing would be a rhythm. It would be a. It would, uh, be, a game. It would be a rhythm game. Would have rhythm games se- uh, sections, but it would be a. Um, it would be a uh, what's it called? Uh, visual novel. A visual novel. With yeah. Rhythm games. <laughs> um, yeah, but like I want it done where like they did for the 3DO, where they actually shot people and then they kind of like, co- like it's kind of like. Really bad compression. <laughs> Sega CD 3DO stuff. Yeah. Yeah, never mind. Anyway, let's keep going on. Uh, Scars Above, which is a new third-person shooter set on a weird alien planet. Word Song is a new RPG from a new studio called Something Wicked Games. This studio includes former Bethesda and Bioware developers. It was mostly a teaser trailer, so not a lot to show. Uh, Age of Empires 4 is already out, but they just showcased a new uh, update for October 25th. Uh, an open-world action RPG game with cool-looking martial arts effects, a game called Where Winds Meet, uh, had its reveal trailer. Uh, probably one of the best-looking games of the show, in my opinion. Um, Hideo Kojima told us all with an appearance. And he announced this podcast called Brain Structure. Do you know, wait, wait, do you know who has a YouTube channel now explaining game development and like... Sakurai. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even know that. And I sat there, I was like, I, you know how nice it is just to just, just to watch that and you just sit there and like, I could zone up to this. Yeah. It's perfect. Um, We can skip a lot of this. Warhammer 40k Dark Tide, a co-op action shooter coming out. Uh, Black Tail is uh, an action adventure, an action adventure and archery game about the origins of the Slavic myth, the Baba Yaga. Also, known I'm as actually looking the at this. Man. I this actually game like actually this. looks really cool. <laughs> um, Phantom Hellcat is a third-person hack and slash combo f- chaining action game. Uh, we had the Outlast Trials, a game called The Finals, which is coming from former Battlefield devs. Uh, Crossfire X, which is a an Xbox exclusive first person shooter uh, that drops dropped this past Tuesday actually. Yep. 
Um, so yeah, a lot of games, a lot of trailers available online for Gamescom. Uh, Jeff Keighley was the host of the Gamescom opening night. Yeah. So we got to see like a lot of these trailers uh, live for the first time. Uh, you guys can go on the YouTubes and check out all the stuff from Gamescom. There are a lot of really good games that are coming out over the next year. Some of them coming out very soon. Um, and yes, yes, Mario, I want it like an FMV game. I want <laughs> Die Hard the FMV. Oh. <laughs> yes. We don't need that. <laughs> um, so yeah, Gamescom is still currently going on. Uh, right now, the, I think like the floor is open, so a lot of the studios are showing off some of these games in playable form. Uh, so we'll probably be seeing some more gameplay videos on the internets as we go forward. Um, I'm excited. A lot of... A lot of games. A lot of games. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, like these are actually, they're all very unique. Because I was worried that we were entering that weird cycle where... When the PS2, GameCube, and Xbox and Dreamcast like a lot of games out. just kind of look the same. But is that that they just look the same? It's like a bunch of studios kind of hit a wall, died, got all bought out. Yeah. And then we got stuck with the P- the 360, the Wii, and the PS3, where everything was just brown. For sure. Can we never go through that again? No. I never want to go through that again. I am a little worried about like all those Soul style games coming out and like. They kind of just get lost in the shuffle. Okay, like, can, literally, can, can I be quite those three games on. look exactly the okay, same. Okay, can I be quite honest with you, though? I, the Soul series kind of disappeared for a minute, and I 100% blame Elden Ring for making everyone go like, yeah, we're bringing back the Dark Souls of Dark Souls games. And it's just like, why? Let the, let the genre be. Let, let Elden Ring just be the capstone to that entire genre. Yes. I don't need anything else. No, we don't. Which is just like how Nintendo woke up and gave us a Metroidvania game, and now everyone sitting here is like, we kind of have to do that now. Yeah. <laughs> Nintendo it's said, It's like, you want a Metroidvania game? game? Here. Looks at Konami. You going to put out a Castlevania game? No? Fine. We'll do it ourselves. <laughs> Konami's like, here. No, no, we're not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo puts out their own Castlevania game. Right? Man. Is that... Uh, since we have some time left, I did go through, um, I went to Long Island RetroCon. Okay. And there's, I, I like how a lot of retro gaming's coming back. You want And I love the fact that nobody understands that Boktai requires the actual sun. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah, this, this thing even has, so I was selling a ROM cart, like for the GBA, like a flash cart. It's like, it even has Boktai on it. I'm like, you need a, you need an actual, you need the actual light sun. <laughs> Konami makes games. They make all those pachinko. digital games that. They also make Pachinko. Pachinko. Pachinko is great, though. Well, they came out with a lot of those like anniversary collections. So yeah. Who knows what's going to happen next? <clears throat> and other interesting announcements. Uh, it was leaked that there is going to be a Sony showcase in September. Um, so Probably going to be God of War. It's probably going to focus on God of War, but they did say that there's also going to be announcements of other games, which is, I find it weird that they wouldn't put any type of announcement at Gamescom and instead saved it for their own showcase. TGS. Well, that is in September, right? Yeah. TGS is literally next week. (laughs) Damn. More game shows. Let's go. (laughs) Like, quite literally, it makes sense. Like, oh, wait, we have TGS? Yeah, I don't feel like traveling. Right. (laughs) 
Um, but yeah, that's uh, that was our whole game. I'm surprised we managed to get that in under an hour because that's yeah, a lot. It's so many games. So many games. Holy crap! <laughs> Does so Pax West games. mean nothing? Pax, I mean Pax West versus Tokyo Game Show. Which one do you think I'm gonna pay attention to more? Tokyo Game Show. I mean, <laughs> this is this has been my issue now. Actually, we have too many video game conventions back to back to back. Because yeah, it's E3, Gamescom. Well, E3 would have been June. Still, that's yeah, still... That's like it's, a month ago. Yeah. If you think about it, two months ago, it's like E3, Gamescom, yeah. T PAX West, TGS, and then nothing until June of next year. For the most part, yeah. For the most part. So it's just like, bro, like, spread these out. You have four quarters. That's four shows. Oh, man, they got to do it all business. It's I, uh... Anyway, uh, that's going to do it for our show today. Give me E3 in like June. Uh, like but stick around because we're going to have RJ and Joel coming up next with some more great ace attorney as they continue all those crazy cases. There's just so many. I feel like they've been on this game for like two years. I, I feel like they've been on this game the entire summer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I will be continuing my Saints role playthrough on Sunday. Uh, September is going to be a weird month gaming-wise because I don't think there's anything really big dropping in September. Splatoon 3. I mean, I'm not going to stream Splatoon 3, but... That's big that's dropping in September, though. Uh, yeah. Kind <laughs> of. I'm going to play. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to play Splatoon 3. Um, October is where it's going to be at, though. Because <laughs> we got the new Plague Tale record Plague Tale, in October. God of War. Uh, God of War is uh, November 9th. Oh, November 9th. Everyone wait, knows I'm playing God wait. of War. Wait. You said November. Is it November 8th also Pokemon? November 8th is Sonic Frontier. Yes, but I think it's also Pokemon. That would be really crazy. <laughs> it's fine. Hold on. Pokemon. Nick, behave. Pokemon. <laughs> games. When November eighteenth. Oh, so it's the. It's the so I was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> we're professionals. No, yes. we're not. Um, anyway, guys, that's going to do it for the show. Uh, if my son can stop annoying the chat and put in the commands, uh, we can get started on ending the show, please. Thank you very much. Uh, but, guys, as always, if you want to keep the conversation going, you can do so over in our Discord, where we have all of our amazing channels, and you can talk to me. Just feel free to at me, at OmegaZ. So uh, you can do that. Check out our website as well, guys. DigitalAreaEntertainment.com. My Saints will review is there. Also, <laughs> also uh, all the other reviews and articles that we've put up on the website. So uh, you guys can go check out our website there. If you wish to support us, there's multiple ways you can do so. You can check out uh, our merch available at our Stream Element shop where you can get our D hoodie, our D tank top, our D t-shirts, our D mug, as well as uh, our merch for our upcoming wrestling-themed visual novel, Kokorono Pro. 
Uh, and you can also check out imageanime.com and use our promo code DISCOUNTSHIP uh, to save on free ground shipping on all purchases over $100. So if you yourself are an anime fan or know someone who is a fan of anime, uh, definitely point them over to that particular uh, link and have them use our code. It helps us. So you can do so with that there. Um, of course, you can check out our YouTube with uh, Coco Uno Pro, as well as all our other videos. And of course, shout-outs to the Waypoint Cafe here at 65 Ludlow Street for allowing us to use the awesome equipment here and stream this podcast for your listening pleasure. Uh, thank you all for coming on in. Um, stick around if you want to check out some gameplay. We got RJ and Joel playing some Great Ace Attorney. Uh, but that's going to be it for us here over at Decode. So until next time, as always, you've been Decoded.